Good morning, good people. Welcome to AZ Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm and Boston Scientific. Streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still. It is a Cowboys Victory Monday. That makes one, two, three, four, five. Five of them things. And of course, that means we got to have a cookout, you know. Well, we'll talk about who I invited to the grown folk table. Y'all tell me who y'all invite to the grown folk table. Now, they get this dub. We'll talk about our, our morning reactions, our overreactions. In the roundup, Dallas did lose a starter. Kind of sucks, but I'm interested to see what the young buck got. Zeke. Hurt his knee. We got an update on that. And then does Jerry... Is Jerry hitting at a potential addition? Uh, y'all know I don't like to listen to Jerry Jones, Cowboys Nation. But that, that was an interesting response he had when asked about a certain player. So we'll talk about that, that in the roundup. And then, of course, Monday, kind of give my general thoughts here. Um, and then I let you guys call into the show and we talk about what y'all saw yesterday in the game, which was a 12 o'clock game. Love me a 12 o'clock game because you get it over with, you come back, and you get to watch the rest of the games and you get to relax. But y'all can call in 351-999-3787 is a pulse of the nation hotline powered by the Cochran Firm. Good morning, Bomb Squad. How y'all doing? Bomb Squad! <laughs> so there will be a new addition, obviously, to the grown folk table today. Almost two, but I had to take one out, and he can come with us on the walk. You know, ain't, we can go on a walk with this one here. But, but if, if he had took it to the, mm, he'd have been on there. But we'll get to that a little bit later today. It's probably gonna be a little bit longer because I want to. I want to talk about obviously Dak's return. I want to talk about uh, who we have at the grown folk table, some of the players of the game. And I want to get y'all thoughts. And, and that's usually where the show kind of takes its way uh, towards the end is getting y'all thoughts on the game in general, not not just one or the other, but everything, man. And then tomorrow we'll break down the tape and be four, seven, two more days until Sky turns 80. For those who don't know, yes, I my birthday is in two days. I can't remember if I did I stream on birthday last year. I did. I did stream on, on my birthday last year, but we weren't as big. But be here Wednesday. I will be doing a morning show. Then I'll be done for the day. But come on through, man. Come on through. All right, Cowboys Nation. Let's get to the roundup. We'll come out the roundup. We'll talk about Dak's return. And then we'll get into everything else, man. Y'all ready? It's time. It's time. It's time. Time. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey, yo. God dang it, Jordan Lewis. Carl Lewis. What a way to go out, man. Um, Jordan Lewis gets an interception. Defense balled out yesterday, and, and J. Lou got the second interception of the day. And unfortunately, you could see where he messed his foot up when he tried to run. He just kind of popped up, and it came out that Jordan Lewis suffered a foot fracture. And they did not wait. This is according to Todd Archer his, or his tweet. There's no waiting on foot surgery for Jordan Lewis. Sources said he's having it tonight, which was last night. 
major injury, long road back, big loss for the Cowboys. I, you know, for for a guy that needed a play like that because it was it was not a great game for him the week before, it sucks that he goes out that way. And I always hate to see young bucks get an opportunity due to injury. I would rather it be because they believe in a guy, give him a shot. But there's two sides to this. This sucks for J. Lou. 100% hate to see it. But now we get a chance to see Deron Bland, who has done nothing but seems like take advantage of his opportunities. Um, So I caution myself when I say I'm excited, right, about Deron. I'm excited. But I hate it had to come this way. But it looks like Jordan Lewis' season is going to be over, and we're bringing Deron Bland. Before I move on, a lot of people on Twitter were asking me, "What, why Scott, would you rather move AB inside and, and then put Kelvin Joseph outside? Would you rather, like, like all these different variations? There's multiple answers I have for that. If we're ready to move on from J. Lou and AB, then just put the Young Bucks in. The way I see how they've been playing over the last few weeks, which is this off coverage, this soft stuff. Yeah, I mean, put the Young Bucks in. See what we we can do. I don't like this soft coverage, especially when you have a pass rush. I kept looking over to Jesse saying, why are we playing so far off? Uh, And, you know, it's weird because when you look at it, look at a defense that gave up six points, five turnovers, it becomes... You put the microscope on everything, right? Because we got to. We got to figure out how do we get better even in wins. And there's just too many times off coverage. You're not finishing a tackle. Um, we're not making aggressive plays. It's, I don't particularly like the off coverage uh, against certain teams, but especially against an offense that doesn't have a burner. So, yeah, I, listen. I want to see Deron Bland. Can't wait to see what he looks like. I don't know when it's going to be Kelvin Joseph time. That's something they have to ask uh, Dan Quinn. But I imagine they benched Jordan Lewis last year. They benched him last year. We'll see. The defense hasn't done. I don't think they've done enough to to bench anybody just yet from that department. But give it, give it a game where they just get rocked. Maybe we'll see a difference. Where you at? There you go. Ezekiel Elliott got banged up yesterday and he came out after the game and said, I think I got a contusion on it. His knee. I still have to go back and talk to the trainers. That was one of the first times that I saw Ezekiel Elliott kind of just on the, the ground for a long time. And I got worried. Dude's a warrior. He hardly ever you know, misses games, hardly unless he's suspended, hardly ever misses snaps unless he's getting taken out. So when I saw him get hit, and it was an ugly hit, but thankfully, I had told Jesse, thankfully his foot wasn't in the ground. Because if it was in the ground, that could have been way worse than what it was. But he hit him with his leg in the air. So you're talking about, I thought it was going to be like a hyperextension, but a contusion means, uh, if I'm not mistaken, put my doctor hat on. Kind of like a bruise-ish for all the doctors out there if you're watching. I think it's something like a bruise. I could, I could be wrong, but it's banged up. Now we see how does the knee feel moving forward? Uh, Because last year we saw Ezekiel Elliott running on a bum knee and we didn't like how that looked. 
So this will be definitely something to monitor, especially when you got uh, Malik Davis back there, who a lot of fans like, give you some some juice. But I think this tandem between Zeke and TP have been have been solid. So we'll talk about that a little bit later too. But Zeke knee contusion, we'll keep an eye on that throughout the week. What did Jerry mean by this? What do you, my guy Drewski, there's a meme out there. What do you mean by that? They asked Jerry Jones about trades and Jerry said, nah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no surprise there. Dallas doesn't really get involved in the trade market. But then they said, they asked him specifically about Odell Beckham Jr. And Jerry said, well, I couldn't say that with the laugh. I think you can get in a little water with that one. What the hell do you mean? See, I, this is why I don't like listening to him because now I got to decipher what Jerry is talking about. But why would you get in a little bit of water for a free agent? If I wanted to play conspiracy theorists or, or read between the lines, I only say conspiracy theorists. That to me sounds like they could be looking that way. And he's just trying not to bring it up. I am of the camp, Cowboys Nation. I'm always with bringing in talent. But I worry just a little bit. Are we even going to use the goddamn time? I, I will say this, and I'll specifically talk about Kevontae Turpin right now. We got a guy who could be a speedster, stretch the field. And they just refuse to really throw him the ball or target him in a way that it's game planned. But early reviews, early, I mean, have to get the PFF snaps for the game because they, they they come out with the snaps pretty quickly. Well, maybe it's already out here, but it looked like he was out there a little bit more from a route running standpoint. It just wasn't uh, designed to go his way, but I'm ready to kind of get him designed into this offense. I don't know what Odell's going to look like but I, I'm always welcoming talent into this room just can we use it that worries me I, I, I don't even know if it would matter if you get a guy like that in here because you got to be able to use it right Look at me. alright I see we got 215 I think that's my Philly brother on the horn hold tight hold tight yeah, as to be, I do want to hear, I do want to hear not the audio from the celebration, because, but I want to hear the side, the sounds from sideline. Before we get to the phone lines, let's all jump into the Dak return and talk about that before we get in into the the cookout and the phone lines here, man. So, Dak Prescott returns, and I want to talk about it from an injury stand, um, injury standpoint, from an individual standpoint, and from a team standpoint first individually let's talk about how he looked and he was knocking off some of that rust in the first half wasn't he you could see it you could see it from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint the physical standpoint was literally the first play and i'm sitting here saying to myself first play roll out get it to a tight end right just easy get him going well first play was a rollout trying to get it to the tight end the tight end gets caught up he falls down and Dak says he wants to run, sees Noah Flash. He's right there, probably get a nice little 15-yard gain, throws it above him, 
could he have caught it? Sure. But I would have much rather Dak make that an easier pass and incomplete pass to start off the game. And that, to me, was the physical rust. But you also had the mental rust, meaning that he took some aggressive chances that he really didn't have to. The main one being backed up second and 20, tries to get all 20 of it back to C.D. Lamb, and the safety almost intercepts it. Should have intercepted it. It's kind of a laser, but it's still it's a tough catch, but he probably could have caught it. And they asked him about his aggressiveness. And he said, I quote, some of those throws are overconfident, and I need to guard against that. The last thing I want to do is put this team in a bad position because I'm overconfident. When you have a defense like this, you have to understand, just continue to go through the reads and take a check down here or there, and it'll pay off. The latter is what I like to see after he settled in. Because too many times, I'm still going through this film, you know, we're still processing it. But it looked like Detroit wasn't going to let you beat them over the top. And too many times in week one, we still were trying to force that into a sea of red at the time, which would be a sea of blue at this time. Detroit wasn't going to let you do it. So as he settled, you saw him just, okay, I'll take these eight yards. I'll take these nine yards. I'll get this to Tony Pollard or whoever it is, and we'll get a first down, keep the chains moving, or sometimes should have been a first down. They just didn't get it. Next play is third and short. I'll take the underneath, and then I'm going to hit on my spots. We talk about that. There's going to be four to five plays a game when they do this to you. You got to hit. I'm going to hit on my spots. And for the most part, I was done. On the first two drives, touchdown drives, I'm sorry, there was a good mix of that efficient run game I talk about because the run game was really weird in this game. And, eh. But, it, but hey, 30-something carries, 130 yards, that's a, that's a dub. The first two drives, it was a good mix of the run game and then hitting on those spots in the passing game. Six for seven on those two first two touchdown drives. I got to be specific here. Six for seven, 75 yards, and a DPI that set the Cowboys up at the one-yard line during those two touchdown drives. And here in the first half, as you can see, nine for 13, 102. Second half, 10 for, t 10 for 12, 105 in the touchdown. Uh, overall, 19 for 25, 76 completion. Uh, 207 in a touchdown. If you're in, if you're one of the analytics guys, I got the analytics, the advanced stat stuff here for you too, with the EPA, the CPO, and all that stuff. Was in the top 10 and all that, that that good stuff there. But overall, I think it was good to see him get hit. It was good to see him get up. It was good to see him go through that rust early. Last thing you want to do is have that rust show up late. But go through that rust and remain efficient without losing that aggressiveness, but also knowing he has to pick his spots. So overall, I'll, I'll get some grades from y'all. I will give this a B, his return a B. Individually, we're talking individually, not, not from an offensive standpoint. But what is your grade for Dak Prescott's return into the game? And then we're going to move on to the team offense. But just individual Dak Prescott's return. C, Aaron says, Sky was happy. Uh, where'd you go? Oh, I was happy. He was actually pushing it downfield. Yeah. B, B minus. Yeah, Dak alone, Toxic. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the offense. The offense overall. But I'm just mean, just kind of how you just saw him moving. Mental game, physical. 
that type of thing. Um, Because uh, sometimes you will separate the individual, then we'll insert the individual back, and we'll talk about the team game. But this was obviously a big deal, right? Dak Prescott coming back. How did we feel about his return? C-plus didn't get to see the game, says Chris. Go run it back, brother. B, B, A, B-plus. The pass to CD and the pass to CD. Are you talking about the uh, the long conversion on the rollout? Oh, that's something. Shout out to my guy Tuck B plus C plus C B plus B plus C plus. So mixed between C and B plus, it looks like most people have here. Yeah, I was about to say something. Dang, what I was gonna say. Now, overall, offensively, that's we'll move over to the offense. Definitely an underwhelming performance in general that I think was led by self-inflicted wounds. Mostly in the first half. You had a false start, false start, blocking the back, holding, and fumble. I believe all in the first half offensively. And maybe I jinxed it, maybe my guy... Um, Michael Gelkin jinxed it. He talked about how the Cowboys haven't had a lot of offensive penalties over the last four or five weeks, whatever it was. And then we come out and we just get all the damn penalties on offense and make all these mistakes offensively early. And that, I think, attributed to a 6-3 performance in the first half. And soon as you got going, found a little rhythm, get into the red zone, you're about to punch it in. Fumble. Can't have that. On top of that, here's what it looked like on third down. Another concerning thing that keeps happening, no matter who's in that quarterback. You went one for four on third down runs of third and two or less against one of the worst run defenses in the league. This is why I said the run game, yes, overall, when you look at the numbers, it looked good. But it was a bit underwhelming because it's like, really? We can't we can't get a yard? Can't get two yards? We got to fake it and go outside? To me, again, trickery is not creativeness. One for four on third and one. Third and two or less on the ground. Can't have it. When you did throw the ball and you weren't sacked, you were two for three with the one non-conversion being third and 20. Threw up another deep ball to Michael Gallup. You get it, nobody get it. And then the other two third down non-conversions were the sacks, were your tackles, and shout out to Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I I, I kind of wanted to see Smith bounce back from a, a weird game in, in pass protection last week. Aiden Hutchinson had a good day, man, had a great day. Got a sack on both our guys, I think, Terrence Steele and uh, Tyler Smith, and it was like right away. Against Tyler Smith, he had a really nice, or not Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele. He had a really nice spin. He had a really nice spin that you could see Dak didn't have it here, so he's coming back, and by the time he's coming back to throw it, Aiden Hutchinson's on his ass, and you get a sack. And then the other one was a the third, the first third down of the game. You had six, I think, to block six, or seven might have been. It was seven to block six, actually. You had Dalton Schultz in the back, which Dalton Schultz walking back from the receiving standpoint. But boy, don't 
if you're going to block, don't send Dalton Schultz out there on outside. He don't want nothing to do with it no more. His knee's banged up. Uh, but Dalton Schultz get, kind of gets lost in the sauce a little bit. Zeke and the guard, very nice little, not swim move, but game they had up front. They they don't handle that correctly. And, and all Meanwhile, Aiden Hutchinson is just beating Tyler Smith. Sack. So, overall, three for nine on third down, and that continues to be a problem on offense. We haven't had, we're week seven now, seven games in. You haven't had one good game converting on third down. Not one. And of all the games to be able to do it, this should have been it. You got third and two or less four times out of nine. You have been converting that with ease on the ground. I think one of the statistics was, they never missed. When Zeke had to run on third and one, you never missed. And you just didn't convert those, and that was weird. I don't know if it's an anomaly. I don't know if that's something that'll continue, but kudos to the Detroit Lions defense. I talked about this on Twitter. Jeff Fakuda was a pest. He was a little annoying fly in the studio or fly in the cooking lab. Shout out to Breaking Bad. That you, you just couldn't just swat away he just kept making little tackles that yeah you might have got a four or five yard game but it could have been a 50 yeah you got a three four yard game but it could have been a first or a touchdown he was fantastic in the run game um they played him like a safety again i'm still sifting through the tape but it seemed like they played him like i said they said okay you're going to put three wide receivers out wide i'm not going to travel over there I'm just going to come in the box and I'm just going to come downhill and, and try to knife in and get a tackle. And they, all these little ankle tackles is just tripping the Cowboys up. And, and so salute to him. Salute to Detroit. They won in the, um, the the bye week and they came out and they, they had a good plan. I didn't like the run blocking that well. I really didn't like the the creativeness all that well. But you hit enough. TP and Zeke over 120 yards, if I'm not mistaken, combined. 27 carries. I'll take that all day and tomorrow. All day and tomorrow. But we're talking about little tiny things to clean up moving forward. The first half was very sketchy on the ground, in my opinion. Very, very sketchy. All right. So here's what we'll do. Got a couple calls. We'll come out of that and we'll hit the cookout. And we'll see where y'all at. What's up, L? Glint. I keep saying, Glenn, this is my Philly, bro Philly brother that I keep forgetting your name. Give me a second. Can't save your name, but my bad, bro. Before we get to that, this is the Pulse of the Nation hotline presented by the Cochran Firm. Since 05, Brian Pope and Larry Taylor have been handling the most challenging civil cases in the DFW area. Not only handling them, but fighting for the DFW area community. Whether it be personal injury, wrongful death, fraud, truck, automobile accidents, whatever. You name it, they're there for you. All of the Cocker Firm civil cases are handled on a contingent fee basis, meaning if there is no financial recovery, they charge no fee. If you got any questions, need any help, a little bit confused, hit them up. 1-800-THE-FIRM or schedule your free consultation today at CochranTexas.com. What's good, man? What's up, Scott? Glenn. Stop drawing, man. It's Glenn.
check, check, check. We lost Glenn. I think we lost Glenn. Hold tight, Glenn. Let me get B Bird. B Bird, what's up, bro? B B Bird, we. Hey, can you hear me, brother? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Uh -oh. Can you hear? Me? Good job. We ha I had Glenn. I don't know what happened. B Bird, can you hear me, sir? I can hear you, but can you hear me? Oh, you can? Uh, okay, go ahead, B-Bird. What you got for us? Okay. First of all, man, um, I tried to come up, tried to come see you yesterday. Um, yeah. But I, 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 I guess last year I came as Carolina. You just walked straight in. But I don't know the process on getting in now. So I think oh, I you know what? what to the game. I think they they were charging yesterday oh were they yeah because they, they had like a, my wife said i think they're charging i said well they ain't charged last year let's go around the back and get in <laughs> they yeah. had it blocked in back there too so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we, I, we had to catch you another time man yeah texas live trying to get their money i ain't mad at them but yeah i think they're yeah. charging us yeah so um um uh but it, it, the um it was a really good game yesterday man um um they they didn't conservative offenses cannot overcome penalties, man. So we we can't have penalties. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And um, like if you're if you're KC or someone like that, then you know you may be able to have explosive plays to do that. But we can't. We got to stay on schedule. And so we we got to watch the penalties. There there are just certain teams that you know um, that that can't have those, and 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 we are one of them. If we're going to play the way we want to play, hold the ball, use our running you know running game, uh, play action off it. We're not going to be very explosive, so we we got to stay away from the penalties. Um, from what I saw at the game, uh, Aiden Hutchinson was uh, a terror, man. So he, he they got he got a bright future ahead of him, man. Just, yeah, that was the they they couldn't do much with him all day. That was the matchup I, I had talked about uh, last week. I think when we when we were talking about their defense, I said you know they don't do a ton great, but one thing I would like to see an improvement on was uh, Tyler Smith um, from the pass block department. What people don't realize is that. Going into that game, and it probably isn't going to go up, the Cowboys were 32nd in pass block win rate, but they were top 10 in pass uh, in run block win rate. So, you know, we're not quite there yet from an offensive standpoint in regards to offensive line standpoint with balance. There's still going to be growth. Um, so that's why you kind of do have to lean on that ground game and, and feed off of it from a play-action standpoint. Yeah. Um I also just think that this, and I told you before, I think the season's playing out real well for us. So I think everything is going proper. Uh, I actually like uh, that coming back against the Lions and against uh, the Bears uh, because um, you don't need a lot of offense against those two teams. Uh, it's going to be teams that we're going to need a lot of offense, and that's a good game for Dak to kind of work out the rush, uh, get some gains of confidence back. I think that last touchdown I turned to my son, I said, hey, they could have ran it in, but they kind of wanted to throw, throw it to Dak so he can get him a touchdown on his belt, you know, kind of get some of that, you know, some of that little from the Tampa Bay game and the 49er game, get some of that off of him. Have a little – you got to grow these grow these young men's confidence, you know, when you sure. can. And I think that was a good little play to do that at, at the end, man. So, 
Um, uh, last thing, too, man, uh, my family got a thrill because it's four of us, and when we go to the game, man, you know, I always tell them, hey, these Cowboy tickets are high. So if you get four tickets, I mean, no matter where you are, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Facts. So we always are in, you know, 400 section, probably the lower part of 400 section. But I surprised yesterday, Sky, we was in the 100 section, man. Woo! So, and and uh, look, my wife said, well, baby, now you know we can't go back to 400. I said, I knew. When we was doing it, I said, I, I knew it was <laughs> See what you done did. See what you done did. Yeah, start something. I knew what I did, man. I said it's gonna be a wrap now, so it's gonna cost me money every year, man. So yeah. but we had a, a, a outstanding time seeing the game up close. And my wife looked up and said, "I said that's where we usually be." I said, "It look like ants up there." I said, "Yeah." And that's because that state. <laughs> but, uh, you know what though? I, I don't. I don't know. I haven't never. I've never sat at the actual top, but but that stadium's so damn you know big from a height standpoint. But I'm gonna be honest with you, B Bird. When I go to games. I don't mind being at the top. I, I like to see it from kind of like an all-22 view. I'd, I'd rather be not all the way at the top, but kind of at the top, middle. And that's perfect for me, man. I don't need to see their sweat. Yeah. I, I just need to be able yeah. to see plays develop downfield. But that's just me. Man. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was a pretty cool experience just so, you know, for us to get up close to them and all that kind of stuff. To see it almost like a high school game, you know, whatever. So, but anyway, I just want to call in this comment on that, man. And uh, we have to work that thing out next time. Uh, I think they were charging this yeah. time. But, uh, hey, just hit me up. I'll meet you outside or something like that. Or tell them, hey, come in with me or something like that. Well, you know, I should oh, say okay, that. Oh, yeah, I will do that, man. But, uh, hey, hey you, y'all keep on watching on the show, man. And, Thanks, uh, bro. Uh, keep up the good work, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. You know, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me slow down. You see, I, I used to be a promoter, and the minute you talk about, oh, yeah, 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 I, I get you in, Mm-mm. your phone's blowing up, everybody wants to come in, nah, we ain't doing that. But I come meet y'all out there, man. I come, I come say what's up. All right, Glenn, let, let's see if we got you back, Glenn. Glenn, you in here? What's up, Scott? Can there you hear we, me? There we go. I got you, good brother. How you doing? Good yourself. Good yourself. Everybody talking about mad. I'm not mad. I was just trying to say, Scott, Scott. Uh, bro, bro, let me just tell you, don't, don't, don't let this damn chat do that to you. You know how they get. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, like my man just said, uh, I've been to the game. I've been to that stadium maybe five times. I've been to the old stadium. Yeah, it's hard once you get down. To that 200 100 level it's hard to go back up um i've L- been everywhere from four down L- to two listen Glenn. and um it's I, i'm like you I, I don't mind being in a four i but, don't uh, when you do get a little closer it I, but, but they, they they put me in <laughs> i ended up going to a preseason game in those suites behind the 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 end zone with miss right. parsons and i said you know what right. man, I, I, I don't think I want to be anywhere else. So I feel you. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying, man. But what, what you got for the game? Yeah. Uh, I'm mad. I am mad. Uh, basically, I'm mad at Kellen Moore. Um, but uh, before I get to Kellen Moore, um, I want to pick up Zeke. He's playing like a grown man. Yeah. That was a hard hit. Stayed in the game like he normally does. Um, but I do agree. Rest the brother. Rest him. If, he, if he's not full strength, rest him and let your uh, backups come in. We need Zeke for the long haul, but he played like a grown man. He did. Um, Sam, Sam, Sam. Oh, Sam was another grown man. Beast, beast, beast. And um, Micah, I had a funny feeling that they was going to turn the ball over on that goal line because when you hustle like that, mm, at some point you tight. have to get rewarded by the football guys. Right. You have to be rewarded. And yeah. I just had a feeling. I'm like, here comes the. Let's go in again.
I think that this was the uh, uh, first game where the refs actually got the calls right. Not that we got calls. They got the calls right. And I was shocked, hmm. really shocked. But Kellen Moore, he has to do better, Scott. Third down conversions, the run game, I know that's not all on him. It's all about execution. But there's a couple of plays I saw in games yesterday. Third and 20, the Kansas City Chiefs, they threw it to the little man. That's Turpin's play for us. Why put Dak? Dak, you you took the words out of my mouth with the mental rust. I was saying that all day yesterday. Yeah. If I'm the coach, if I'm the coordinator, I need to protect him. Get him. I know that he's, he, he wants to make a big play. Use that check down play. That's Turpin's play. Third and 20, live to see another series. If you don't get the first, that's cool. Play it away, let our defense play. Oh. But Kellen has to be a little more smart and creative and keep us out of harm's way. This third down struggling is killing me. Yeah. yeah well, well, if, if if there's any, the issues wasn't really third and twenty. I mean, third and twenty, you're done. That's there's no play call in the playbook for third and twenty. But third and one, right. third no, and two, like yeah. like, <laughs> you know, we we got to convert these. I don't know if that's a Kellen Moore thing, pass block thing, whatever. I do know what was a Kellen Moore thing, and that was, you know, why is. Third and two on a goal line, put your battering ram in there, Zeke Elliott. Third and one, why are we faking it? The the up the up back to Zeke works. It worked. Exactly. Why are we getting cute? As soon as we got the third and inches, third and one, whatever it was, I said quarterback sneak. Just just sneak it. It's the easiest well, way why, to get your yard. And instead we, right. we pitch and it why out. Why can't we push that? I, I don't know. I'm man. sorry to cut you off, but why can't we push that like the pigeons, the Sheagles do? I mean, they mastered that play. That's not a hard play. Dang. You put somebody in motion, they come back, and they push Dak or they push Zeke across the goal line. Why can't we use that play? I ask myself, why can't we steal plays all the time? But, but um, <laughs> it's, it was, again, it was a weird day rushing. I mean, when you look at it, when you look at the total rushing day, you said, man, this was, this was a fantastic day, right? You had 130-some rush yards. Um, but – when I watched the first half, because I'm kind of through about two, actually I think I'm through most of the game, but but not intently. I watched it in a different way. Uh, it was like we weren't pat, bro, run blocking all that well to start, and then he kind of picked up. But that's maybe I guess that's how it goes sometimes with running. You, you get going the more you do it. But so it was a weird weird game for me from a blocking standpoint. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right, I won't keep you, man. You have a great Monday. Have a wonderful week. Stay blessed. I uh, hope to get down. To, uh, I don't think I'm going to get to Dallas this year, but I definitely want to meet you. I'm going to try to get down here next year. I got a buddy that lives in Dallas and McKinney, so I got a couple of buddies down there. So I'll be back. Uh, COVID, COVID held me down for a few years, but I'm going to be back out there. Yeah, it got, got a lot of us, man, but appreciate you, big dog. <laughs> All right, take care. Stay safe. Shout out to the to those that I did meet yesterday. Um, I want to say uh, New Jersey. I met a couple a couple guys from New Jersey yesterday. Shout out to y'all. Forget y'all names. My apologies. If you're in the chat, let me know. And, and those that I always meet at Texas Live, appreciate y'all uh, for coming through as I'm fixing all of these weird issues. Shaq said Andy's is, is, is uh, known to still plays. It's a copycat league. I feel you, Shaq. I do the same thing. I do the same damn thing. What a weird game, though, right? Like, I said this yesterday in the postgame show. So, your defense technically had its best day. 
The first time all year they didn't give up a touchdown, and they forced five turnovers. And when I say forced, I mean forced. This wasn't no gimmies, all right? It's hardly do you force five turnovers. Sometimes like, oh, I threw it right to you. Oh, I tipped in the air. No, they 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 wouldn't got that rock. And then offensively, it was the first time you scored three touchdowns. No matter, no matter turnovers or field position or what, this is the first time you scored three touchdowns and the first time you had uh, three drives of over 65 yards or something of the sort. Weird. Just a weird day. But I think yesterday was about, at least from a quarterback standpoint, knocking off the rust, not trying to do too much, remaining. This has basically been the blueprint, right, for the Cowboys is – Run the rock, play defense, be efficient as, from the quarterback. Don't turn the ball over. I think as you get back, because we talked about the reset button a lot over the weeks, you found a quote-unquote formula or who you are. I hate to use the term identity just quite yet, but you found out how to win in five games with Cooper Rush. But that that reset button was going to come. Now you hit the reset button. What you were week one is not who you are now. Am I not breaking up? What you were week one is not who you are now. So now we hit the reset button and now it's going to take some games. That's why these two games I thought were important. You get to the bye week, you figure some things out and you get the pack or you get the Packers on the road. It's going to take some games to, to reset, figure out who you are now. Again, now you got Michael Gallup back with Dak Prescott, Dalton Schultz. We'll see what's going on with him. The tight ends are a thing. Offensive line, you I think you understand what your offensive line is, and that's a mauling offensive line more than it is a pass-blocking offensive line. Your, your, your OC is still figuring himself out. Fortunately, we did not decommit from the run game. 32 rushes, uh, let's call it 29. Dak had three carries, but none of them were really carries. So let's call it 29 rushes, 25 passes. That's... Five games in a row now, six games in a row, you've remained committed to the run game in some form or fashion. Now it's about building on top of it. Big A, I say big, but this is really my 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 young, my young OG, but he he's my like my big young brother. What's good, bro? What up, Vach? <laughs> I'm not paying a dime to come see you at Texas Live. You hear me? We friends in well, real life. I got privileges. Well, I'm not sir. paying the money to come. See. Well, sir, you're not oh, supposed God, to tell God. everybody that you got the VIP privilege. <laughs> just, come on, not, not gonna be able to do. But but listen though, man, this is my one thing, and I'm not gonna hold you long because I know yeah. you have an incredible show, and me and you're gonna tap in later, my good sir. I just want everybody to stay focused, man. I want everybody to stay focused, man. All them people, I'm not gonna disrespect nobody, but all them people that was in that quarterback one, quarterback two debate thing, right? They was telling quarterback one to play a certain kind of way. Yeah. They wanted quarterback one to look a little bit like quarterback two. Quarterback one went right out there and played just like quarterback two, relatively, kind of, sort of, a little better, and then they got mad because he didn't put up 400 yards. Y'all stay focused, man. They're not going to be happy. Don't y'all go crazy on the internet fuss with these people, man. Dak was efficient. Dak was steady. Dak was a little rusty. Dak got right at the end. Dak got to the end of the season to figure this shit out. Y'all stay focused. I'm going to talk to you later, big bro. Big little bro. Big shorter, <laughs> smaller bro, but older, bigger bro. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. He had to get that off his chest. Uh, I'll talk to you at what? 3-0-ish. I'll add us over there. Yeah, he is. He truly is. Big little bruh. Let me just tell you how. 
ridiculous. Like he's he's a lot taller than y'all think. When we was at camp, we had these nice little we had a nice little area, the, the little I think we had the VIP dips. We at the back of the end zone, and I'm recording my well my little phone. I'm like, yeah, bro, you see, why is he recording over top of my head like this, man? Just just I said that's disrespectful. Your big ass up out of here. You know who else is taller than you think? Foots. I almost had a, I almost had a Booker T moment. But yeah, we're gonna talk all about it on the volume. Vice Boy Live. Make sure y'all holler at us. All right, let's get to uh Los. Set it off, Chris. The van. We got a lot of people on. What's up, Los? Morning, Scott, man. Hey, to anyone driving out there here in Dallas, be careful out there because all these Dallas people don't know how to drive. And if you get in a car accident, you know, you you you, you do your promotion, Scott, because you, you you need an attorney out here. <laughs> Bro, anyway. like, y'all think I'm playing when I when I say that. You know, you live here. It's not no joke down here. Yeah, exactly. But, hey, let me get straight to the point about this game. I think this game in particular, um, we – could have played better offensively, but I think it was – I'm not going to put the blame on Dak, and I'm not going to put the blame too much on Kellen. I think both of them can improve, but we, this is this was going to be granted. Dak hasn't been out there in how many weeks in pro football, and this is something that, you know, it's, it's going to get two or three weeks. What so is I there think to blame? The five, huh? What is there to blame? as in like third down efficiency and all that that's the that, that's the worst part of the game was the third downs yeah i mean but you can't turn the ball over at the three yard line yeah so i mean like that's what i'm saying we can play better offensively to complement the defense better but i mean i i, I expect it to be rusty but for all those like Vosh said those people that said that was ass they don't know watch football but you know because you know if if your quarterback is out here putting a a hundred QBR rating, and you're complaining about that with the win. Come on, I mean, I don't know what y'all got. So to, you, I, I say this all the time. You got to filter out what I don't. I haven't really been all in the chat, but we have a pretty smart fan base. Are, are there people in the chat complaining? Are no, you talking about like Twitter are. and stuff? Yeah, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. bro. I mean, you just like like Vosh said. You 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 going to drive yourself crazy if you if you feed into that, man. Exactly. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not tripping. I think Dak is gonna look like Dak here back soon. I'm pretty sure. Even in the Bears game, even next week, I think he still might be a little rusty. But give it a few weeks, he'll be back to normal. As far as this defense go, I mean, Sky, we have, if not the best defense of the NFL, and I can guarantee say that because yesterday, 49ers yeah, uh... were apparently. Best defense, yeah, the 49ers definitely. The 49ers. Yeah, yeah, 49ers definitely, definitely. You know, I, I am. I'm gonna, but see, I'm gonna be objective here because I, I want to see them be uh, more stout and stingy on the ground. But while they may not be the, the the best run defense in the world, teams still are not scoring on them. Like, like they're just not. And aside from that, that Eagles game. They haven't been, they haven't given up twenty points yet, and I think they're first in the NFC or something like that in points per game. I mean, maybe, maybe yeah, first first in the NFC in points per game. So it's hard to argue the results. Exactly, Sky. And my last case, I, I, I know I know you're going to be 
I, I know you're going to be, this is for the other caller, but whoever that caller is about that LVE, man, I feel you. Because <laughs> there's so many times I saw LVE on space, I'm like, damn, you got to get him some help. <laughs> so hopefully we can make a room of adjustment there in the linebacker room or maybe some LVE. concepts that can help him in space. But, man, LVE looks lost in space out there at times. And that's all I got to say. What about Anthony Peace Barr? Y- y'all ain't going Y'all ain't going to just let Anthony Barr go by. Uh-uh. No, no, no. We're not going to do this because L- LVE is the obvious. That 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 should have been – y'all know how I feel about that situation. But uh, Anthony Barr got lost a few times too. You know, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to sound like a broken record. Yesterday would have been a perfect game for Jabril Cox because – it was clear as day that the Lions were going to target your linebackers and J. Ron Curse. Not the greatest day for J. Ron Curse in coverage. And I would have loved to see a Jabril Cox get his feet wet from a, a uh, coverage standpoint because they they just won at LVE and Anthony Barr. But this is just put it on a loop every week. I'm more intrigued to see these young linebackers. I don't know how much more I'm going to – how many times I'm going to have to say this, man. Just put it on a loop. Set it off, Chris. What's up, bro? Man, good morning, bro. How you doing, man? We good on this victory Monday. How you? No, no doubt, man. I missed the wall, and I, and I guess I missed the big, the, you know, the table. I, I, you know, I'll do that on the running back. But you know that you're in golf. I ain't do it yet. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I thought I missed it. Talking to the wife. You know, I got to talk to the boss. But you know you engulfed in uh, YouTube content creators when every time you watch something, a cliche come in. So I saw a lot of replaceable players <laughs> on Sunday, guys, you know, on the defensive side, you know, in the linebacker, just like, just like Los just said. Uh, I had to keep from feeling like I was weak watching, watching it and, and jumping on LVE, but, you know, it is what it is. But more importantly, man, putting it on the loop, man, uh, this defense is what it is, and it's incredible to watch it, to see it perform the way it performs. You know, 100 yards in the first half, 100 yards in the second half, QBR rating, uh, Rain did what I expected him to do. Come out and be a guy who's played two games in the 2022 season. Uh, super excited about that. And uh, yo, man, uh, we just got we just got to keep calling Billy D, Billy D, until it's over, <laughs> because uh, he's coming. He's definitely, definitely coming. Boy, man, he's a and excited beast. about that, man. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Hey, him man, too. dude. I mean, you know, this this is the second time in two years, man. That, I'm having to take my hat off and say the scouting department got it right. Two you know, years, they definitely got it right, brother. Huh? We, we've been yeah, we've been yeah. great drafting for years. Well, really good, or great, yeah, whatever you but, want to call it. There's no issues there. Are we concerned about that? Oh no, no. I'm just saying. With well, you you when we do draft stuff, like you you got into the draft stuff, and mm. you know me and me and Brandon did it. You know, year before, I've always been on record. You've never been on record that you wanted Micah because you know. Harrisburg guys are different, but I, you know, I, you know, I was one Rashawn Slater. I've been able to come back and say, Hey, I was wrong about Michael Parsons. I can admit that, you know, uh, but, and you know, uh, and, and then this year when, when we got Sam Williams in the second, and you know, we got Billy D in the second round, I was like, who the heck is this cat? And I'm, I'm wrong again. <laughs> I'm wrong again. Even, even with, with, uh, with Tyler Smith, I was wrong. I didn't know who he was. So we just got to continue to say, Hey, they're great at the drafting part. The issue is right now they've got to make an addition here at the trade deadline. Um, I think we're leaky in the run game. Um, we've got to find some different ways to get more stout in that area. And I definitely think we need to, you know, add another wide receiver because I think 
we're one we're one sprained ankle away from this passing Ooh. offense being so, super anemic, Ooh. right? We're one sprained ankle away. I from I want to think about that. And and <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, and then, you know, it might not be a sprained uh, yeah, ankle. I, I, it's, a, it's a hip going on right now. Yeah, it could be it could be anything. And so because because we don't know, that's why I think waiting for James Washington to come back is you know we we you know another another YouTube analogy. We shooting dice shooting dice in the bathroom. But at the end of the day, man, Vach context analogy. matters. And bro, yeah, yeah that, that's a that's a Vach analogy. But you know, context matters, and uh, that's why we listen the way we listen. Bro, I'm gonna hang up and listen, man. Always love talking to you, bro. Hi, fam. PJ, let's go ahead and transition. My name is- Who are you talking to back there? Uh, let's go ahead and transition into this dang on cookout because it's the perfect way to segue. He brought up Sam, Billy D, as my guy Vach would say, Williams, man. Bring y'all drinks, y'all food, and let's party. This first one was obvious. Obvious. Sam Williams. Head of the table. Shout out to the family. Sam Williams, man, coming out party. It was coming. It was he was close to getting these sacks for about five weeks, man. And he finally got not one. But two of them things, forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and absolutely just dumped. Took whatever that running back's name to Suplex City. I was a little nervous he was going to get a penalty angle out of it. But when he did get a penalty, yeah, Sam's a beast. I Listen, I said this against Philly. I'll say it moving forward. I, sometimes I'm okay with over-aggression. Because we need to change the tone of who we are, man. We do. How many times do we hear the word soft over the years with the Cowboys defense? You ain't hearing that with no Sam Williams. Uh-uh. So, shout out to Billy D, Sam Williams. Three tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, the sacks. Forced fumble and a fumble recovery. Michael Parsons needs to be on this list, man. Yup. Yup, yup, yup. He had five tackles, and he's only going to be credited for one sack, but that is incorrect. They should fix that. He should be credited for two sacks. Not one, two. They gave the other one to Dorrance Armstrong, but that was clearly Michael Parsons that, A, caused the pressure. He had him at first, and he got away. Then he tried to run. Michael tripped him up and got the sack. So five tackles, in my opinion, two sacks in maybe the play of the game not even maybe this is the play of the game man that that ended up setting up the other play of the game but how michael parsons goes from zero to literally 20 miles per hour in a snap of a finger to save this touchdown this is why he's special I don't think there is another defensive player in the National Football League that can make that play 
right there from the linebacker, defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever the hell you want to call it position, man. And I'm not just saying, can somebody run from zero real fast? I'm talking about getting upfield, getting off balance, stopping in your tracks, changing direction, stopping, changing direction, slipping at that, and then making a play. Michael Parsons, have a day, man. What happened on the next play? D-Law, baby. See, Demarcus Lawrence's stat sheet might be... Just look regular to y'all. Three tackles. But he made the second biggest play of that game, forcing the fumble at the one-yard line. Again, I'm still not all the way through everything. But I thought he was fantastic in the run game yesterday. The run game issues wasn't his fault. Mm-mm. No, sir. D-Law is, is so, I mean, I don't know if he if he's the best run defensive defensive end in the game. That's up for your opinion. But it's hard for me to find a bunch of other dudes that's better. He is so good. On the play where he forced the fumble, he literally took on four guys to do it. Four of them. So Demarcus Lawrence, have a day. And then Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, I had to put them up there. You ever notice whenever we put a running back up here, it's usually both of them. I had to put Zeke up there, man. It wasn't a crazy day. 15 carries, 57 yards. But he fought through that knee injury. And he had those two touchdowns. He gutted it out. So I had to put him on there because he was a grown-ass man yesterday. And then Tony Pollard. Again, I, I just would love to see one day where he gets like 17 touches. Just, just to see what happens. 12 carries, 83 yards, 6.9 yards per carry. Had multiple 10-yard uh, carries. Plus, he had a huge, uh, what was it, like 18-yard reception or something like that uh, out the backfield. 19-yard reception to get the Cowboys off the one-inch yard line up to closer to the 20-yard line. So, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, have a day. I had Kevontae Turpin up here, but then I said, nah, he can go on and walk with us. And it's not his fault, right? Turp, Turp just keeps balling. He had two returns for, what was it, 66 yards. One of them was 14 yards. The other one was 52 yards. I said this on the postgame show. Can I call somebody the best returner without scoring a touchdown yet? Because that's what it feels like Kevontae Turpin is. I feel like he's the best returner, but he just ain't scored a touchdown yet. I was shocked to know that the 52-yard return was actually the longest punt return in the league to date. Something's going on with my thing. So I wanted to put him up there, but I don't think he was as impactful as Sam, Micah, Zeke, and D-Law. But his two returns were, were great. Unfortunately, we couldn't capitalize on the second return. If he would have took it to the crib, he definitely would have been up there. But he on, he on for the walk. He'll be up here sooner or later. He'll be up here. I ain't worried about it. And then the other dude that's going to go on a walk with us, man, is Donovan Wilson. I put a play on Twitter. You know, he had that sack. He had that sack, and I thought that sack was cool. Don't get me wrong. Nice little sack. But I don't think that was his best play. I think his best play happened on the first possession for the Detroit Lions. I got to pull this up for y'all. He knifes down. Gets a little bit low, explodes up into the tight end, and just shivers him with his arm. Takes the tight end, almost made him do a damn cartwheel. 
just pushes him into the running back. He kicks the running the ball out the running back's hand and forced the fumble without even touching the running back. I thought that was his best play of the game, but uh, he had, I think it was like the second or third leading tackler in the game, had the sack, had that play. Donovan Wilson, come on through with the walk, man. Come on through with the walk. But, man, that was a – I love that play, and I'm sure it'll get broken down on film all across, you know, Cowboys YouTube-verse. But maybe I'll, maybe I'll drop something a little bit later. But, man, he was nice in that game. So those are my guys. Many can be put on this list, but I thought that was a fair list. I actually usually don't try to do five no more, but I felt like I got I to gotta put these guys on here, man. So that was a cookout. Let's jump back into the phone lines. I feel like something's wrong with my audio. We're going to fight through this, and we'll, we'll, we'll fix it. Uh, let's get Shavance first, and then we'll go down the line. What's good, man? Hey, what's going on? You uh, be on the air today to talk about how proud I am of these Cowboys. Um, they still stuck with the run. I think it was 27 to 25. And I think that just, like, as the game went on, that shows you what it does. They started slow with a few yards and a few more in the second, and they started breaking some in the third. And in the fourth quarter, we're, we're beating them up. They're too tired to stop us, and we can run on them. If we can have any kind of lead or be close and do that in these games, we can we can win all these games. The, uh, the concern is starting slow. Uh, I think these guys, the offense needs to do, like, 10 air squats, 10 push-ups, and a little extra stretching before they take the field because it just seems like they got to warm up or something to get going. If we start doing that with everything else, we're going to be we're going to be dangerous, like really dangerous. Yeah, I don't I don't think the offense is ever going to get to the point that it once was in the previous years from like a dynamic standpoint. I think you're 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 going to be what you are offensively in the sense of, hey, we're going to have to run the ball, hit, hit on these big, you know, hit on these play actions. And from time to time, you take, you know, you take your shot and you get there. Um, unless they start using guys like Turpin and TP out the backfield where those are dangerous guys to me. I think you're just going to be more of a methodical offense, which that's fine. You can win that way a little bit tougher. But um, I think the dangerous part of this team is defensively. I think defensively this team is dangerous yeah. because we've shown that, yeah, you can run a little bit, but here's why. And I said this earlier in the year, and it, it's weird because it's, it's crept back, it's creeping back up again. Yeah, teams are here and there running on this team, but they're not scoring. Like they're they're not scoring yeah. touchdowns on the ground. They've only given up one rushing touchdown this year, and one player has run for a hundred yards on them. As a team, they've run you've run for a hundred yards on them, but. You know, it, it, I know it's weird because scoring's down a little bit in the league this year. This is a passing league or what have you, and, and, and I still do stick to this. If you're going to be a running team, damn it, you better score on the run, on the ground, and you better score in the red zone. Teams aren't really doing that against the Cowboys, man. They're running, but they're not scoring, and, and if, if that's going to happen, I can live with the deficiencies on the ground, but I'm greedy. I want to shut it down, period, brother. Um, I saw one thing that upset me and one thing that I loved one thing I loved was actually I think it was like a six or seven yard gain the Lions had but uh it was the screen and Micah was about to come in and get quarterback he's like oh no I see what you're doing and he turned around he's the one that made the tackle that twice, so I'm too. glad to see him making reads like that making plays um that was so frustrating though when Turpin had that big return and then we 
ended up having to punt. And the conference has been locked. Heated. I was like, oh, my God, dude, you wasted everything. I was about to say it was wasted, though, because on third and, I don't know, it was like third and seven or something like that, um, you know, Dak drops back, looks to the left, is covered there. He comes back right. Oh, hello, Aiden Hutchinson in your face. <sighs> we got we to gotta get better, man. We got to get better on the third downs. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad to see we won. Have a good show. Thank, Thank you, you for doing it. Have a good day. You already know. You too, man. One thing I forgot yeah. to address there was uh, that he said was the slow starts. And, yeah, that's definitely something that has to uh, improve. It's been, a again, a running theme. There's only been one game the Cowboys have not started off slow, and it was the Cincinnati game. Other than that, I don't recall them scoring a first down touchdown the rest of the year. No. First down. First quarter. I don't think they scored a first quarter touchdown the rest uh, of, of the season. So it's been it's been slow starts. We got to be better with those. That's just flat out. Got to be better. All right, we got tons of calls here. That's why I had to lock the phone lines up. So I'm going to start from the bottom and work to the top. There's no particular order they have these in. And a lot of these numbers I'm not familiar with. So 908, what it is, what it do? Hello? You are live. What's up? Hey, Sky. Nice to talk to you. Hear your show every single day. I'm going to keep it as simple as I can. Um, First of all, I want to talk about Turpin. I wish I could see this guy being given the ball as a wide receiver. Just give him that chance. A quarter, two, see what he does. I think this offense would open up so much more. Second, I expected Dak to play the way he played. He played a great game. You know, what an injury would you expect from the guy? Uh, Kellen Moore, that's that's another dude that needs to go. Those trick-or-treat plays, I like to call them, they need to stop. I I think if we would have started off more stronger like we did with Rush right off the bat, we would have been so much better. But that's what I wanted to see happen. I hope he gets replaced next year or something. We only started off strong. So I'm calling from my job. Man, it's a pleasure to always listen to you. I listen to you at late hours, but that's all I wanted to say. Thanks, man. Good call. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you called them trick-or-treats yeah what like what what made him bring back these little weird old flip reverse jones like what why bro like why game pretty much locked up about five minutes or whatever it was towards the end there i think it was like 17-6 you need to be running a reverse to cd lamb for Earlier in the game, you, you did this another reverse. Like, why? Let me calm down. You won the game. I just don't understand that. Uh, it, it makes no sense. I would much rather you let your quarterback drop back or just run the ball or run it creatively. I told you, trickery ain't creativity to me. You're not getting no points for that. Heard people on the radio talking about some, oh, well, when he does it. No, 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 no. If you're listening to our show, we are not fooled by trickery. That's not creativity. That's what I would ask him straight up today. Hey, how come in five weeks with Cooper Rush, you don't run one silly-ass trick play? But when Dak get back, you run two of them things. Also, you must ain't getting no cutty last night. (laughs) I don't care if he scored. It's stupid. I'm not judging the results. I'm judging the process. Hallelujah. 
704, what's up? What's up, Mr. Phil? How you doing, man? It's your brother from Charlotte, North Carolina. What up, Charlotte, North Carolina? My folks is down that area. How you doing, man? Yeah, you taught yeah, you taught you told me your mom was down. Yes, sir. Down here. Yeah. I'm good, I'm blessed. Hey, I just had a call and it's gonna be something simple, short, sweet to the point. Your boy Anthony Brown, it could be fourth and one. He he's fifteen yards back. I don't Bruh, know what's going. I don't know why. Like what what is that I'm about? Him. I I mean he's so scared to get beat deep. I called in a couple months back and I said he's so scared to get ran by. I I can't take it. I want him off the team, man. I'm sick of him. But they they for he can't. I'm he's all, trying to play like Diggs and he don't got that skill set. I'm all for for seeing the young bucks. But what I want to know because it's not just him. I've seen him do it. I've seen Diggs do it. I've seen J-Ron do it. My next question at the press conference today to Dan Quinn. Hey, Quinn, just out of curiosity, I know you're not allowed to give me game plans, but <laughs> but why are your cornerbacks playing 10 yards off the ball? I, 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 I mean, oh, especially on that, it was like third and 19 or whatever it was. It was third, third and 14. And oh, that's I mean, soft I, zone. I looked yeah, over so, to Jesse so, and said, please don't play this damn zone right now. Go get this man. Hey, 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 uh, Phil, I thought I could have caught that ball. If he if he just ran back, I mean, he just backed up. Please catch it for me, sir. He just let him catch it. Shake his hand and say, thank you, thank you. I was wide open. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'm sick of that dude, man. I just think we got to do better. And, I mean, I don't know. If, if we if we don't get rid of that guy, like my man said, I forgot what the dude's name was and said he ought to deal with him for one more year. I'm on that I'm on that band, on that uh train right there. One more year, let him go, please. He only has, I mean, actually, I think he's a free agent after this. You, yeah, you, you keep God. going. This, I think is, the, this is the year he talked about. This is our last year dealing with Anthony, get down, whatever they want to call him, Brown. I call him Anthony, yeah, he's a don't play agent. no defense, Brown. Yeah, we. I appreciate him, man. I, I, we happy. I know you're a cowboy guy, so we hold on to people longer. We just, he ain't, it'd be four for one. He's 30 yards back. I don't understand that. Yeah, man. It's sad, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 again. Still, I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Be blessed. Yeah, I got to, and I actually do have to take, matter of fact, let me send this to, to I, I, I need to figure out what is that about? I mean, this is like three games in a row. What do we play? Nah, not the Rams. The Rams, the Rams, we actually played a lot more tighter coverage. And I, and I don't understand what the difference was going to these next two teams. But this is two games in a row. Where I'm seeing guys play so far back is this is I mean a lot of the times that is schematics, but then there's other times why are we are we getting cute like what is this about? And I said nobody's above repro- reproach. Speaking about Dan Quinn because he's been fantastic and I and I have a hard time questioning him too much. But third and fourteen, I don't think we blitzed on that play. I felt like their offensive line was handling the rush decently nothing crazy but i felt like when you turned up the heat a little bit it got to him i would have there's no there's no crazy receivers out there mon ross st brown was out why not get up get physical make make golf have to make a tough throw in a tight window not fall back into a zone and a guy runs forces your your dbs to have to respect the deep throw and the boom turns around sits down the catch I'm no, I'm no coach, man. I'm no coach. I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, Mr. 2306. I think this is more of a scheme. I mean, I know people, look, look, listen, I, people been tired of Anthony Brown. 
you know, so I'll, I'll look at the contracts and things like that. But that to me is more of a scheme thing more than a player thing. But AB hasn't, it's not like AB has been a difference maker over the last few games. So yeah, people, I said this before a couple weeks ago, he has a good game. People are going to be quiet, but if he doesn't have a great game, people are going to come back. That's that's with a guy that, like AB, a replacement-level player, LVE, a replacement-level player. They're not – listen, unless they turn into these great players, these are guys where everybody's always going to be looking for a reason to move forward from. Um, and, and they're mostly depth guys. They're mostly role-playing guys, and that's what these dudes are. I am intrigued on what, what XYZ looks like, for instance – I could be unfairly cruel to LVE, but a lot of it is because I know what he is now. I want to see what Jabril Cox can do. I do. Devin Harper. AB. We know what AB is. He's not going to be a shutdown corner. He's 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 also not getting burnt for a bunch of touchdowns, but he's not making any game-changing plays either over the last number of weeks. But that that's the life of being the other guy, right? And I mean the other guy, Michael Parsons, LVE. Trayvon Diggs, AB. D Law, whoever else is on the other side. Like that's 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 the life of that. Six six two. What it is, what it do. Yes, uh, good morning. I appreciate you taking my call. I hope you can hear me pretty good because the my reception has hasn't been that well. I hear you perfectly, man. Okay. All right, good. Uh yeah couple of observations from yesterday's game you know always uh celebration monday uh, i celebrate the fact that won, but i always you know try to get some i guess you know coaching fan you know observations from the game also yes as far as it goes as far as our potential for you know the season and you know like i said i, I hear a lot of people saying Oh well, we got a easy schedule or something like that. But you know, all these—I still say all these teams are pretty tough. The Lions played us really, really tough yeah, yesterday. They, did. they sure did. And it wasn't for a couple of breaks and and some calls. You know, we could have, you know, easily lost that game. So, anyway, I, I just want to say about a couple of things. I want to say. The negative parts that I saw was like, still the linebacker play has got to improve. I played linebacker. I know what it takes. And um, and and LV LVE is not. He's not shooting that gap like he needs to. I, I you know, and he's not. He's not getting there. And he's getting up there. And other players are making the tackle, but he's there as if he was, you know, the the primary tackler, but he's not. He gets there, but he can't get him down. He's he's weak. Mm. Anyway, uh, and I agree with y'all about Anthony Brown. Why are you playing 20 yards down the field when you can make a break on the ball by the time the ball gets there? It, they never should convert a third and 14. Okay, yeah. that th- Those are some of the some of our weak parts on defense a couple of weak parts that i I know but i I call them i hate to say the term weak but i i I call them replacement level type players right more so with lve in my opinion but anyway go ahead 
Right, right, okay. But I did see a positive thing from Dak, and I never wanted to make the comparison of him versus Cooper. I, I've never been in that conversation. But I saw him when immediately on that, that route, Like I think it was about like a 20-yard game with C.D. Yep. He immediately saw when C.D. was open, and he immediately saw that, and it, was, it seemed like C.D. was in traffic, but Dak saw that he had – that guy beat immediately. I haven't seen him do that so much, but that's a good sign, you know, going forward. And, I, you know, I, like I said, you know, I'm not going to take up a whole lot of time, but uh, Celebration Monday, I'm proud that, you know, we we showed up, we hustled, we fought, and uh, hopefully that's a good sign going forward. But wow. I appreciate you. You and Bart, y'all, y'all do a great job. Thank Looking you. forward to y'all in that also. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, the play he's talking about when C.D. Lamb, the 24-yard completion, uh, I actually loved that, man. It was a rollout because I wanted to see Dak get involved more in rollouts and stuff like that. And it was, I think it was an up-and-down day in that, in that regard. Obviously, the very first play of the game, he rolls out. He could have ran it, could have just hit Noah, kind of threw it high. But he had a couple other ones where it was successful. Um, that one was... That one was a good one, man. It was a play action. The corner or, say, or a safety or linebacker, whoever it was, really didn't bite on that play action too, too hard. And he just came right at Dak. And it was very reminiscent to the play against, um, and that kind of made me nervous now I think about it, against the Pats where he's rolling out to his right and he has to throw off balance on the, roll, on the rollout, which that's what you usually do. Um, and he put it on the back shoulder. Fantastic catch by CeeDee Lamb. And they're moving the chains. Uh, he said, I like the read option with Dak. I, I I was hoping we would see that. I, I don't think we saw it till like the fourth quarter. We really didn't see that read option. He ain't running no more, man. That's a wrap. Finish off these calls here. Get to the super chat so we up out of here. 662, what's up? Or did I already get you 662? Yeah, I think I did. 512. Five, 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 one, two. You live. What's going on, Scott? There you go. What's up, man? Hey, man. I think to answer our Anthony Brown question, I think it's mostly on us as a team trying to watch those penalties. And I think when you try to press him, a lot of the times he's playing catch up and he gets handsy. We all know that from the tape with him. So I think that's what it is, or why they have him so far back. But he has—they know he gets beat a lot and likes to play from behind. He hasn't been well. flagged for that. Uh, he has no I penalties mean, this year, zero. No, yeah, none this year. And last I think year, I think he had one penalty outside of that ridiculous Raiders game. So I don't think yeah. that's the case. Yeah. I, I think it's the the scheme, which I don't understand. You know, now 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 you could say this. We're not trying to give up big plays. And the Cowboys don't normally give up big plays deep down the field. So maybe that's why you play off. But from third, but third sure. just that one particular play on third and 14, I, I, I didn't like that. That's just me being nitpicky about a defense that gave up six points, by the way. Let's be honest with that. Right. Oh, yeah. But uh, I did want to call in and talk about this because uh, you were hinting to the, 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 the Jerry Jones talk about Odell Duggan. Yeah. Now, I think. It sounds crazy for Cowboys because we know we don't really jump at stuff like that. But I feel like in comparable to like a 49ers, how they're a very solid team on both ends, defense and offense too. They're a very balanced team like us as well. 
for them to go get Christian McCaffrey and then for us to sit here and you know how we are in the free agency. We don't bite at anything. We don't talk about any trades. We like to hold and keep our Dallas players that we like to mold into into Cowboys like mm. that. Why why don't we go out and really entertain something like Odell? He'll be back fresh, what, mid-November, going into December. it would be a perfect time to entertain something like that in order to help CD out. Because I feel like at this point we're kind of seeing now him being an outside guy on a, a number one corner, he's having trouble. He, he he can get some yak, he can get those games, but he's not having those big explosive games like we've he, seen him once before. Yeah, he has not. So I feel like. He has not had that type of game, uh, but, you know, four receptions on six targets, 70 yards. It's a solid day, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, very it's a, solid. It's a solid day for a primary run offense, but what you want to do is you want to see that touchdown get thrown in there, right? Like you want to see him I, more involved in the red zone, you know, something like that. For sure. I want to see him more back in the slot as well, and I feel like even if we entertain the Odell talk, you still got to respect what Odell is. You're not going to play him soft at any point. So then I feel like we can move CD around a lot more like we once did back when it was Coop, Michael Gallup, and CD. Now he's fighting on middle of the yard yet and getting a lot more downfield. He's open a lot quicker because it's a, mis- a better mismatch at that point. I just feel like it's taken a while for it. And even with a good 70-yard day, that's still a good game, but I feel like – it's taken a little bit longer for him to even get into that motion. Yeah, I mean, I'm always for bringing talent in here. Uh, I I was watching a little bit of it, like I said earlier. I didn't have a problem with CD's game. My, my problem is when he drops the easy catches. That's that's my that's my main oh, problem. Sure. And then mentally, mm-hmm. sometimes you can see him. It's really weird how he gets. Some people would say that's that's Karen. These guys care. They should show it differently. But he he still kind of has like childish temper tantrums or something like he'll, he'll throw his hands up or he's ah, it's like my guy yeah like come on man let's grow up a little bit man what are we doing oh no for sure but no for, it was a great win I, I did see a lot of things that we can really work on moving forward uh we definitely want to see turpin in the mix more because i feel like just him being every week it seems like he gets closer and closer to breaking like, I, I was grabbing my girl's arms so hard at the game because I'm just like, yo, it, it, at this point, we need to see. I'm And I'm not saying, like, because at, at a certain point, teams or defenses are smart. They know when he's in, it's going to be something either tricky with him or, you know, they're trying to do something with him instead of, hey, bring him in on a few plays, sneak him in there, and then at a certain point, we take a few shots. Or yeah, it's like- we can do a lot more of those jet sweeps. It's like Colin Moore has a block, like just a mental block where he refuses to do the obvious and oh, with, with yeah. Kevante Turpin. Like that, that is, is so obvious to mm-hmm. get him. Like, like I, I watched him at training camp and in training camp videos be ridiculously quick in and out of his breaks and on like stuff like whip routes and, and slants. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't even want to do that with them, then send him down the field. But I'm very, in, very, very interested to see him kind of get involved from like a whip route standpoint or choice routes where he's matched up on a fourth corner or something, or somebody's linebacker. Like, the dude is stupid quick. His feet are stupid. Mm-hmm. And so if you, he could sure. turn something from, like, a six-yard gain into 16 or 60. So, I, you know, I just don't understand. Now, again, the tape is out. We'll get the snap count. He, You know, when I, I, can, I can look at it now. How many snaps he got offensively? So it looks like he's being – he's in there more, but he's not being featured a little bit here. So. 
Right, right. And that'll be the testament of Keller Moore to see if throughout time he's going to find ways to give his playmakers the ball instead of just calling plays. Because I feel like he tries to get himself in a rhythm off of his play script coming in. Then it slows. Yeah, he gets away from what could have probably worked if you just worked it in there again maybe in a different way, like starting to see more like – you know, Hendershop, like, screens or anything. We, I think we got away from that game, too, as well, from we that, still... post, that post-Witten era to where we're just throwing passes with them. And now at a certain point where our offensive line, how it is, we're good, but they use a lot more help with it, too, instead of working in that wide, that tight end like we once did, like fitting in those shots to where it's it's clear mismatches now. And I think – just finding the ways to get the playmakers the ball. That's what Kellen really needs to hone in on. And if it didn't work the first time, yeah, try it again. Let's be that team that just gets not 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 to the Jason Garrett you know days to where we're just gonna keep doing it and do it until we we can't do it no more. Like no, like work it in, spread the ball around, and get just don't be vanilla in these games. Like we could have very easily stayed in the yeah. game with them if. If, if the turnovers didn't happen. Yep. But yeah, now nah, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, Sky. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Sorry, yeah. So Turpin had his, his most snaps since week three. Six. Uh, three passing plays, a running play, uh, or and three running plays. So he was out there, but if I'm not mistaken from the passing plays, I didn't really – it wasn't like he was – target i think a couple of them was on rollouts and he was just to clear out the opposite side so i would love to see him i'd love to see him use a little bit more than the way he's being used right now if you're not going to go out and get anybody else right like this is what your what your offense is going to be more of a control offense which by the way we, we lost the time of possession again that's six out of seven games get the dub figure out how we get better moving forward and build on top of that. That's we're still in that process. And again, the reset button was going to happen when you swap the quarterbacks back out. Um, and it's the new situation going on here uh, compared to week one. But you don't want to peak now anyway. You want to start peaking later. So lots of time left to figure it out. I just wish kind of knew what the hell we were doing now. But, it, you know, it is what it is. Six. I already got six, six, two. Here we go. Two, four, oh, wrap it up. I thought I got six six two. What's up, two four zero? Hey, what's up, Will the Steel? Will the Steel? See y'all. Yes, sir. What's good, CR? Look here, man. Like I told you, it was a good game because we won, but the play calling is still horrendous on situational football. Still horrendous. I think that they could have done things uh, on a spread level and ran through the spread, you know what I mean? It just was too predictable on uh, on the Zeke run, or I think it was, what, third and one or third and two. And it was predictable, again, when Paula tried to get around, you know, try to get the ball to the middle instead of trying to get to the outside. I just feel like, man, that's going to be the Achilles heels. I think we can win as far as big with our defense when, when, when needed to. But Dak is going to have to, it's going to, have to work a miracle with the play call, I'm telling you. Well, yeah, I've been saying for years, you know, about overcoming 
one or the other, right? And, and it's usually coaches have to overcome for an office, for an office overcome co- or, or players overcome coaches in, in some capacity. I I I am listening. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I, as much as I want to believe that Kellen will will figure it all out type of situation, he is what he is probably at this point, right? So all I'm asking is something simple. I'm not even asking for Kellen to turn into McVay or Andy Reid or Shannon or any of these guys. I'm just asking him to simplify what we do best and just run that shit at nauseum. Like, just run it at nauseum until teams have to adapt to that. And, and obviously don't get cute with these weird old trick plays that we be doing. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a lot, you know. That's all. And then the next thing is they just need to, with LVE, he needs to be doing what Michael Parsons is doing. Try to get the quarterback. I let Michael Parsons play the middle field, man. Because I, I, I'm getting tired of seeing him just, 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 he can't make certain plays, man. He just can't do it. So I think you should just be blitzing him more at the quarterback. Oh, boy. And moving out. I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to see him blitzing that much. Well, man, they got to do something because he's crazy back there. It ain't even, it's not even a joke on so then the next thing is, why they keep trotting out Schultz, man? The man is hurt, man. Yeah. There's a play. So there's a play. Um, Kevontae Turpin. The Kevontae Turpin reverse play. And there was blocking out there, bro. Like, he's going to be mad when he sees this. There was blocking out there. Turpin was setting it up. He was setting it up. And... 86, Dalton Schultz is just pulling, and he's just out there in no man's land, and he has a chance to kind of sit down and get this block, and he just runs right past the cornerback who kind of life's inside of him, and you can see that he didn't want to stop on a dime on his his, his uh, knee, and he kind of hops up. You know how when you hop, you try not, you know, when you're running real fast, you got a bad leg, knee or leg, you hop a little bit. That's what he did, and I was like, oh, never do that again until he's healthy. I don't care if it's predictable. You do not put Dalton Schultz in and ask him to pull ever again because if that's the the effort we're going to get because he's hurt that's going to cost you and that cost Turpin probably a nice little a little game there man it turned out to be just a three-yard game but it could have been much more than that yep. but I will say this the Cowboys remind me the team itself remind me of the 2000 Ravens the team itself. if we can just clamp down on the defense a little bit more I know we're getting turnovers but that's a lot of stuff that I looked at that we should be doing a little bit better but I'm not going to complain, but we have to get the corners fixed too. You know what I mean? I mean, you got Trayvon. I mean, he's going to go get the ball, but it's little things we need to button up before we go on the road and start having to really play some real actual teams in football. That's what I do know. Yeah, man, so, get, get these dubs, rack up these wins, figure out uh, what to clean up and build on what you're doing well. That's pretty much how this thing goes. That's why I always say week to week, it, it, you know, and look around the league. Look at Look at the Packers. Look at – the Giants right now. Look at the the Bucks. It's it's a week to week league, man. I just think the Giants is a one is one uh, one touchdown away from losing. Uh, Danny Dimes mm. is playing better because Literally. I think the coaching. I think I think Danny Dimes is better because of the coaching. Duval, I think made a big a way big difference on the way they're playing him and scheme with him. Sure, I'm, but, I'm we're not here to analyze the Giants. I mean, they're six and one. They're six and one. They're they're learning to win as opposed to learning to lose with their first year in their new regime. I mean, that's what I mean by week to week league. The Giants are 
not blowing guys out, and they're not losing the games at the end either. So that's what I mean by look at the Giants. They don't have a great roster, but they're every week they're in it. Look at the the Bucks; they're three and four. Look at the the Packers; they're three and four, losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to. So yeah, absolutely. Week to week. Well, I'm a holler that you made it, man. I ain't yes, gonna sir. hold the line up, man. But I, I sent you a super chat the last the other day too, and you probably got it a little late. You probably did, but then I sent you one today. Charlie too, G. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I got it at the end and I'm about to read the super chat as we speak. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Peace bro. out, man. Yes, sir. Great segue. Let's get to these super chats. And let's start with Charlie G's. Super chat. Uh, he dropped five dollars in the in the super chat and said the play calling again was questionable because they don't understand situational football. Spread them out, run the ball, or play action trick plays. So basically what what, what uh CG came on and talked about. My guy Marcus Hardison super chat. dropped a five in the super chat and said, if the offense gets to the ball and run plays quicker, oh, and run plays quicker, could that alleviate a lot of our offensive miscues and, and penalties? What do you think, Scott? If the offense gets to the, oh, okay. So kind of that up-tempo situation. I you know, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because you're, you know, different quarterback, you're used to one cadence for five weeks. Now you got a new quarterback. Again, that, that stuff we talked about, uh, you know, resetting the button here. That brought back some full starts. Miscues and penalties. Well, other than the full starts, I mean, you can't hold or block in the back. There's nothing about getting to the ball. I think it'll help that, Marcus. Um, you just can't hold and you can't block in the back. But I, I'm I'm into the kind of up-tempo offense without being a hurry-up offense. We talked about that a lot. We saw them do it in camp. We, we saw them do it a little bit in that game in Detroit. They got to the ball, um, and Dak is doing his thing, and it, it kind of got down the field to score at the end of the game or at the end of the first half, and then we turned the ball over. So Toxic. Super chat. With, of course, a toxic comment. $2 donation. Sky, I'm telling you, man. Same offensive red flags persist from 21. Are you saying like, I don't know what that means, but thank you for the donation. Super chat. Tony Stickers, $5 donation says, Dak needs more help from his receivers. All of them drops and fumbles are pointless. Uh, and points are points lost. I'm sorry. Could have been a 40 burger, but I'm happy either way. Yeah, probably wasn't going to be a 40 burger, but, 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 but yeah, you can't fumble. Uh, out the the bet the worst throw to me was trying to fit it in. It was a laser down the middle of the seam, but you also got to make it easier for Noah Brown there. I'm not gonna partial Noah Brown could have caught it still, but obviously make it easier, right? Your receivers are who they are. I, I don't I don't think that's going to change here. And Coach Mar super chat Sky. Flare routes, I think you mean. Swing passes to backs and players like Turpin are not Kellen's playbook. What the hell? I don't know, man. But I will say this. It was nice to see, you know, Dak, like I said, he started to settle in. He's like, all right, I'm going to just dump it off to Tony Pollard. I'm going to just dump it off to uh, Dalton Schultz or Jake Ferguson and get these first downs, get these eight, nine yards. There's one play. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow when we when we bring out the film. I couldn't understand why Tony Pollard changed his direction. It was after the fumble. You get the flare route out to Tony Pollard. Boom, he gets 19 yards. And a couple plays later, you you dump it off to, I think it was second down, to Tony Pollard. And he gets like nine yards. Eight, nine yards, whatever it was. But instead of 
continuing outside to get the easy first down. He cuts back in, and he's a yard short. And then the next play, I think they try to run it to Ezekiel Elliott to the outside, or it was the Tony Pollard pitch, and they didn't convert. So little things like that. Just run for the first down. I, I didn't understand that, but I do think there's a there's building blocks from dumping it off. And you're right, the flare routes. We talk about that all the damn time. All right, you want to drop seven in the coverage? Okay, deal with Tony Pollard after the catch. Deal with Kevante Turpin coming into your zone, and you better tackle him because if you miss him, he can turn ten into twenty five. Still not a great screen team. Hell, we didn't even sell the the screen well. The fake screen last or yesterday, but I, we need to get the screen game back, man. We, we we have not been good in the screen game. They tried it to Peyton Hendershot. You got a holding call. Dak feels like he's trying. To, he has to get it all back on second and twenty. And that was that laser down the seam that should have been an interception. So, yeah, man. Things to clean up. They just make sure six six two. Are you still there? I need somebody else. So, with all that said, Cowboys do improve to 5-2. and two. Pretty much the same theme, right? Coming out of these victories, a lot, to, a lot of things you want to get better at to build on and, and build on, and you hope by the end of the season you're, you're getting into that complete form. And for me, it's more so about figuring out who we are, what works best, and doing those things offensively. I think we know who we are defensively. We're a defense that's, yeah, we're going to, you're going to run a little bit on us, but are you going to score? Yeah, you might convert a, a pass here and there to your wide receivers, but they're not really going off. So the way to beat us is to matriculate down the field and don't F up. Last game, not a great game from, you know, guarding tight ends, but before that, they were doing decent guarding tight ends, but... They got worked against the Detroit Lions. And so I'm hoping that, you know, teams don't notice that. But there are things, if you put the microscope on the offense and the defense, when you, you know, you, you look into the five and two, there's things to improve upon. There's no, no doubt about that. And tomorrow we're going to put the microscope on the offense and take a look at a handful of plays like we normally do on tape Tuesday. So that'll be fun to look at. All right. So make sure y'all come back for that. Appreciate everybody jumping in today. We were deep in here about six to 700 deep combined over on Facebook and YouTube. Y'all the best, man. Hit that like button on the way out. Check me out later with my bro, Vosh Lombardi on Vosh Lombardi Live. We'll be, we'll be breaking this down as well. If you want to come through with the nonsense, please do. If you got, if, if you got the courage. If you got the courage, come through. Subscribe if you are new. Usually after dubs, we get a lot of new people that come through. Uh, if you enjoy what you see here, man, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, that, that helps us out tremendously. Hit the like button. That helps us out tremendously. And later today, Mo will be back on for the A to Z Sports Primetime. Yes, shenanigans at three-ish. Three-ish, for sure. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. Check me out on Twitter at Skywalker Still. If you can't find that, you can see it scrolling throughout the show on the DFW Turf ticker, the number one artificial turf in the DFW area. I don't know. Y'all crazy. I might even repeat that. Almost caught myself.
I'll see y'all later, man. And then tomorrow, Tape Tuesdays. Y'all the best. Be out there. Hopefully, I got a new intro tomorrow, too. Peace. Love y'all.